Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the Leadership File, conversations that help change the way you lead. I'm Andy Peck. In the UK, we have over 1.4 million Hindus and Sikhs and 3 million South Asians. In some areas, this makes up over 30% of the population. Some have come to faith in Christ, but in general, many South Asians have remained distant from the indigenous UK church and not found many roots in. South Asian Concern was started in 1989 with a burden to reach out to the South Asians wherever they are in the UK, South Asia and the wider diaspora. I'm joined this week by Kevin Wren, Director of South Asian Concern, to talk about how we can ensure that we're better placed to serve and minister to South Asians. So welcome, Kevin. Thank you very much. Good to, good to uh, have you on the Leadership File. Let's start with your own journey to South Asian Concern. Mm. Okay, well, I've always had a heart for sharing the good news of Jesus, wherever that might be, and to whoever that might be. Um, in the past, I've worked for various organisations, Church Army here in the UK, mm. OMF, Overseas Missionary Fellowship in the Philippines, church planting amongst a Muslim tribe, mm. and Jews for Jesus, again, here in the UK. And through all of that, and now, obviously, with South Asian Concern, and with all of that, my heart's always been to help people understand that they can follow Jesus and remain in their culture. Right, right. Um, and, and the kind of countries that comprise South mm. Asia? Okay, now, if we were on TV, I'd be do- raising my <laughs> yeah, arms and everything. It's, it's the Indian subcontinent. So if we can imagine a triangle mm. of India and then Pakistan and Bangladesh, mm-hmm. then going down, we've got Sri Lanka and the Maldives. Mm. Going up, we've got Bhutan, Nepal and Afghanistan. Okay. So um, and in terms of immigration to mm. the UK from those countries, I mean, some people will be familiar with this, but yeah. just, just outlining. Yeah. In the 50s, uh, people came to work in the factories, for example, up in Bradford, big big family there, big community there, and many of those were from Pakistan. We've got a great book called Against the Grain, which gives a story of um, an immigrant from Pakistan at that time. Um, in the late 60s, early 70s, there was the influx of the East African Asians when they were thrown out of uh, places they were expelled from Kenya and Uganda and so on. And uh, many of them came from the Gujarat uh, originally, um, and so they had to start out fresh. They came over with absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, many of them were business people, so they came over and created businesses. And that's where we have the, the corner shops came from originally. Sure, sure, yeah. And uh, our uh, chair of trustees, Ram Gidemal, is one of those that came over from Kenya as a young man. And uh, family started up a, a corner shop, and from there it grew. Yeah, he was one of the first guests on the Leadership Farm many years ago right. um, now. So yeah, that's terrific to hear. Yeah. Um, Christmas Cracker was his thing. Some people remember that's that. That's right. That's right. Back yeah. In the day yeah. With, uh, and he also stood for London Mayor twice. Indeed, he did. Absolutely. Yeah, more, more, mm. more famously, indeed. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Then in um, the 90s um, onwards, uh, Sri Lankans and the Tamils mm. came over, uh, fleeing the civil war there. And then in the last 10 years, it's been more generic um, IT and health, health professionals. Okay. Uh, again, mostly from India. All right, right. So we're, we're going to be talking in this interview about South Asians in a generic sense. Mm. Presumably there, there's going to be differences from country to country and, and within countries. For sure, yeah, huge differences. Mm. It's a bit like saying, oh, well, um, they're all from India or they're all from South Asia. They must mm. all be the same. It's like saying somebody from Greece to Finland yes. is the same or Slovakia to Spain. Yeah, yeah. All the same. And we know they're different. Um, so it's, it's very similar. 
different languages, um, different food, different clothes, uh, but also much in common as well uh, in the cultures. Uh, things such as the importance of the extended family, the importance of community, mm. the importance of, of being being part of something bigger. Right. And um, when it comes to UK geography, you, you hinted in in your um, mm. you know response to my earlier question that you know some some had come to particular parts. Um, but are there other there, there are I'm assuming pockets of, mm. of of areas where where immigration has been strong, you know, l- l- larger, should we say? Yeah, for sure. So you've got, um, if you can imagine, a motorway corridor. Right. So starting with London and then going up the M40 and the M1. Yes. Um, you've you've got Birmingham, you've got Leicester, and uh, from there you've got uh, going up further. Uh, you've got Manchester, um, Manchester up the M6. Leeds, Bradford, okay. up the M1. So it's those M40, M4, M, sorry, M40, M1 corridors. Okay, okay. And, um, and, and some countries in South Asia have significant Christian communities, obviously. Um, mm. you know, parts of India, very, very strong church. But, but there are areas that, you're, that are hostile to the gospel. And you mentioned some of those again, I guess, Afghanistan. And- yeah, yeah. No, th- there's lots of openness and lots of opportunities mm. throughout South Asia. But there are places of intense pressure, places such as Afghanistan, which we know. Um, most of Pakistan, not the whole of Pakistan, mm. but the most of it. Um, and then, of course, you've got Bhutan, uh, which is very close, and the Maldives, which is one of the, the least publicised, mm. um, most heavily uh, opposed to Christianity in the world. Um, and then in parts of India, there's increasing pressure mm. now. Yeah, yeah. So um, when people travel, uh, they can be more open spiritually. But on the other hand... Living as a minority in an area can make them keener to emphasise their religious roots. So, how 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 do you think about potential openness with with respect to South Asians when they come to the UK? I find uh, South Asians more open to talk about their faith and talk about faith issues than the normal common or garden white British person, oh, sorry, okay. if you yeah, like, yeah. Um, because they have a spiritual element, they have okay. a religious element, and so there's there's a willingness. Uh, to 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 talk about what they believe mm. and to try and understand, try to put together what we talk about mm. as being a follower of Jesus mm. um, and what they see as Christianity. So if you're white British, you must be a Christian. Right. And so when we talk to people about becoming a Christian, they mm. hear wanting to become white, wanting to become, um, in the way w- that we see in the news, everybody behaves. So trying to help people understand the difference between um, being white British mm. and being a follower of Jesus. Mm. So there's certainly a willingness to talk. There the, the, the has tended to be a, um, a kind of maybe a stereotype that, that Muslims look at British culture and see a very decadent culture mm. and they're mm. offended by that. Is there a similar South Asian look at British culture that's in that sort of way? Well, of course, um, there's many Muslims I, in I, South I Asia, but, but uh, f- focusing primarily on the Hindu yeah. and the Sikh communities, um, it's just Hindu Hinduism it has so many stories. Mm. Christianity only has one story, right? Um, and so, why do why would we want to go with just one story okay. and limit ourselves to one God mm. and to one? But also, surely. Um, Hinduism is wide enough to accept Jesus as a God as well. And so that's where it starts to get difficult mm. with with sharing our faith with Hindus or Sikhs is that um, 
it, it's more encom- Hinduism is, is more encompassing and uh, accepting. Okay. Well, well, we'll we'll come and ch- chat about some of these issues in a bit more detail mm-hmm. in a minute when we look at some of the strategic roles that that South Asian concern has. But your role as a director, first of all, okay, it's it's fun. I I've mm-hmm. learned that um, that when things go right, people praise God, <laughs> and when people when things go wrong, people blame me. Um, <laughs> so that's interesting. That's an interesting uh, concept of uh, uh, leading an organisation. Um, but my role primarily is to oversee and promote the work, uh, developing the various programs, looking at what we're doing, look at what what else can we do, mm. um, making sure that we're keeping afloat financially mm. as well, um, and then on on the more practical running the uh, running some of the training programs and the church audits mm. that we do, um, and individually supporting and encouraging churches, pastors and individuals in, in their outreach among okay. South Asians. Well, 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 we'll unpack that a little bit more mm. as we look at the strategic challenge that, that you face. Mm. Um, and I, I suppose we do, I partly do that as, as I ask this question. Um, you, you're familiar with the, the homogenous growth principle, yeah. um, and I'll explain that for, yeah. for listeners in a minute. That is that like-minded groups are best able to meet like-minded groups. Mm. That's, that's the kind of idea, and I guess that, that may be a bit of a rule of thumb for all of us. But do you see this working in the South Asian cultures in the UK? Yes and no. Mm. Um, it's very important to understand and respect culture, and there's mm. nobody better than than somebody of yourself, of, of your own culture yeah. Yeah. To, and background to, to understand that. But I believe primarily that it's it's there's opportunity and responsibility for us all mm. um, to show our love and, and share the good news, but in culturally appropriate ways. Okay. One of my favorite scriptures is Revelation 7, 9. Mm-hmm. Therefore, all tongues, all tribes, mm. all nations will be praising God together. Mm. And I don't believe that that is just for the future. Mm. I believe that we in the church today can be prophetic um, and do that uh, now. It, it means changes within churches. It means understanding within churches. Um, but I believe that, that, that it's, it's on us all to engage with people, mm. whoever they are, wherever they are. I think there's a fear sometimes to not engage with people of other faiths because um, we don't know all the answers. We don't know their faith. We, don't, we might say something wrong, and so we're disabled, and so don't say anything. I just encourage people to say, well, ask them what they believe. Ask them what they think, and then talk to them about what you think and what you believe. Friendship, love, that goes a lot further than knowing all the answers about somebody else's faith. I I, um, had opportunity to interview Limbert Spencer, who wrote a book on multicultural church. And I said to him, look, it can be difficult for a white person to... Mm to know what to say um, and not to offend someone mm. in terms of you know, particularly the, the, the using language sometimes. Yeah. And he said, well, just ask us, <laughs> which was yes, obviously, absolutely. And that's what you just said, really. That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. And if, as you become friends with people and as you talk to them and learn, they understand that you're going to say things and do things that are upsetting uh, to them. But as long as you're showing a heart, a willing heart to learn, to understand, mm. then uh, that can go over a multitude. Wonderful. Well, you're listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Kevin Wren. 
Kevin is the Director of South Asian Concern, and we're looking particularly at how we can help churches in their strategic outlook towards uh, those in the South Asian area. We're going to be back just after this. And welcome back to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Kevin Wren. Kevin is the Director of South Asian Concern. We're talking about how, can, how we can ensure that we are better placed as UK churches to serve and minister to, to South Asians. And um, let's get into the sort of a little bit to the nitty gritty, uh, Kevin, of mm. the of the approach you take. So um, let's let's think first of um, you know every church has to decide how it does things, and they mm. typically conform to UK culture. So what kind of changes can UK churches reasonably make that would make the journey to church more easy mm. for for South Asians? First of all, um, there's a number of churches that we call in a lot of churches mm. that say we're a multicultural church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I tend to ask them a question from that. And I say, are you multicultural or are you multi-ethnic but monocultural? Right. And the majority then say, yeah, yeah, actually we are multi-ethnic but monocultural. And there's a cost to being a multicultural church. Mm. It's not easy. Um, And so it's looking at what can we do as church to make, as you say, the way more open Mm. to create bridges um we we do different programs uh, such as east plus west church audits to help churches through that but helping them see some things such as um well is there somewhere for me to take my shoes off Mm. before i come into church for however long they've been a hindu or a sikh or a muslim uh when they've gone to worship when they've gone to into a holy place they've taken their shoes off right um I was sharing this with a church in the Midlands and this lady came up to me afterwards. She said, I'm a Hindu background believer. I've been here. I've been coming here for seven years, she says, and you've released me to be able to take my shoes off before I come into church. Mm. She says, and then for the first time, I will be able to worship the Lord with all of my heart. Wow. And that was a physical barrier to her um, worshipping God. And so it's looking at what's cultural Mm. and how can we overcome those cultural differences mm. and say it's okay? It's not a matter of, with the shoes, for example. Mm. It's not a matter of everybody has to take their shoes off, no. but showing that there's a willingness to do that. Another one is um, how do we treat the Bible? We call upon, we talk about it as our holy scriptures, mm. but um, we we write in it. We put it on the floor where our feet go. We put it on their seats where our bottoms go. And we expect people of other faiths who hold their holy scriptures in high esteem to take notice of these words, this book, that we treat with such contempt. Um, These are cultural things Mm. that we need to understand if we want other people from other cultures to, to grasp the concepts, then we need to treat it in treat these things in a way that they're going to be more relevant mm. to their culture okay. and and presumably also the the sense of community mm. that many folk um enjoy yep uh, from a south asian background mm. which we, we have a very individualistic society and yeah. sometimes our churches are kind of lacking in community as absolutely well. we we talk about being family we talk about being community but mm. when we when we look at the Hindu community, the the Sikh community or the Mm. Muslim community, they are 
so close and the families are so close that when when they are considering follow becoming followers of Jesus the impact that will have the possible impact that will have on their family relationships and their community relationships which could include employment which could could include housing which could include finances mm. how are we willing mm. to um come to terms with that and show that we also are a community that can support them not that we want them to be cut off from their community because we want the whole communities to come to to know jesus um but we need to be reflective of uh, of of the the early church and so we the the the, um sort of within the muslim world Mm. often you hear stories of people coming to faith and being shunned yep. and that would be I guess nor- fairly normal absolutely in the Hindu and Sikh as well yes yes the same the, the, there's the same threats um, I've known people that, that well if I if I get baptised then I will be cut, cut off from my community um, it's a matter of uh, terminology in, to a certain extent more so with Hindus and Sikhs than with uh, mm. uh, Muslims are, I think in that if one says I've become a Christian that has a far stronger connotation than if I've become a follower of Jesus. Okay. Because, um, again, as I said at, at the beginning, the, the term Christian means white, mm. means British, it means lack of respect for parents, and so on and so forth. Mm. Um, whereas becoming a follower of Jesus, Jesus is a good man. So the the Hindus have a very high regard for Jesus as a teacher, as a guru. And so to follow Jesus as your guru can can be more palatable um we've we've hinted at some of the key problems for new believers from from south asian but uh, there must be others you know someone who comes to f- be a follower of jesus yeah it's not just a you know, there, are, there will be other things that they face yes certainly as i said family community pressures are, are primary so things such as marriage <clears throat> so you've got for example um the, the the family true story the family um, the 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 son comes to faith and uh, he's 22 years old parents come to the pastor and say he's your problem now the pastor says what do you mean is my problem he's 22 years old he's a grown man they said oh no he's your problem now now you've got to find him a wife well um, they said we love our son and we want the best for our son and we don't know anyone from our community who is a follower of Jesus so you need to find him a, uh, a wife. <laughs> so we get the phone call saying, I'm looking for a wife. Have you got any around? Um, and so that's where, Precious you know, those... those mm. I mean, we laugh, community, but I mean, it's sad. It's, it's, it's sad, sad but, mm. but it's true. And it's, it's not unbiblical mm. to have an arranged marriage. No. And, uh, and so help working with pastors through those kinds of issues, through the issues of my family is going to celebrate Diwali, can I celebrate Diwali? Kevin, I've got the phone call. What do I do? So helping people understand, well, Diwali is the festival of light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Is there some way we can use Diwali to celebrate Jesus as the light of the world? So helping churches work through those issues with people as they come to faith. Um, well, dietary issues. Um, I know of, of some friends of mine who are Hindu background believers who insist on still being uh, vegetarian. They know they can eat meat, but 
it would offend their parents if they did. And so they choose not to. Uh, we, we can sometimes fall into the trap in the, the Christian church to say, no, 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 now you're a follower of Jesus. You can eat meat, so come on and eat meat. Mm. Not appreciating what that impact would have. Mm. And it's a cultural thing. It's not a religious thing. Is the story of Naaman uh, in the Old Testament where he talks to the prophet and says, when I go back to, yeah. to my uh, homeland and... And have to work and have to go to the gods. Then actually, are you know, is it okay? It's it, it's of, a difficult one, yeah. and I think there are no right or no. wrong answers. And yeah. I think that's what we need to have in the church is a more openness and understanding mm. that we don't have all the answers, and we don't necessarily appreciate the, what our answer, how that will impact no, other sure. people down the road. So like um, so-called secret believers in mosques yep. worldwide, yes, it's easy for us to say, well, this is, you know, if you're going to follow Jesus, this is how you must. Absolutely. But, but if you're in that situation, the Holy Spirit will help you. For sure, definitely. I think that it, it's difficult. If, mm. if, it's, if we're not the ones being impacted by what we're saying, yeah. then I think we need to second yeah. uh, consider yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, so your hopes for South Asian concern, you've, you've hinted at some of the things mm. you do, so maybe you want to yeah. share some of the things you do with church leaders. Well, we, we're looking to, to grow our engagement mm. with churches. Um, we want to make the, the, the gospel real, relevant and understandable to people mm. of other cultures. We create different resources to do that. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, courses such as East Plus West, which is a training program helping churches work out where they are in their community um, helping them to go through awareness, helping them create bridges, helping them create communications, and then disciple-making, because it's not just about becoming a follower of Jesus, mm. it's discipling. So if you were concentrating, that would be the A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Awareness, bridges, communication, and disciple-making. Oh, impressive. Yes, ah, I know, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> so that's one. Another one that we do is um, church audits. Mm. So a church might come to us and say, Kevin, we want to be a multicultural church we want to reach out to our asian community what do we do and we work with the church leadership through what they do already what they might be able to do and then also helping them count the cost because it will be painful it will mean a change to the way they do church and so working through things like that and then we have various books um and uh cds and such that we can uh, that we we uh, we sell would it be um, reasonable to think a church leader needs to do do it all, all their their own kind of look at their borough or wherever mm. you know they're located and find out percentage of yeah. South Asians there that that would help them particularly because it may be that people are unaware yeah. of those in mm. their in their communities who are from this background. Obviously, some places it, it's shouting it's at clearly. Them. That's right. There's there's a great website, neighbourhood statistics. Uh, .gov.uk it's an excellent uh, website and you just go in there and you type in your postcode and then on your ward and it will give you all of the statistics not just for ethnicity and religion in the community but also everything else from the 2011 census and that's a great place to start whenever you're doing any kind of strategy work within the church that's terrific Good. And how can people get in touch to invite you to their church? Oh, through the website, yeah. for, primarily, uh, southasianconcern.org. Mm. Um, you can uh, email us at info at southasianconcern.org mm. or our telephone number, 
0208-770-9717. Wonderful. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. And uh, if you're listening and you're aware that this is a particular, you know, you, maybe as a church you, you're, you're le- not serving South Asians particularly well, then um, obviously get in touch with Kevin, look at the information, or do your own, do, do your own work. Absolutely. And, uh, and find out a bit more. So thank you so much, Kevin. Andy, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for listening. This has been uh, uh, The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck, and Kevin Wren, who's the Director of South Asian Concerns, has been my guest. Do, you can listen again by going to the website and uh, going to the Leadership File via the radio section of the website. You can uh, subscribe on iTunes to uh, the Leadership File, uh, and uh, you can follow me on Andy Peck 10 if uh, you're into Twitter and that sort of thing. But I uh, mainly would like to welcome you back next Sunday at 3.30. I hope you'll be able to find time to tune in. Thanks for tuning in this week. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk. 